I've got some time here. I kind of have this in my back pocket as, as maybe some extra practical advice for you. Because you're at work and, and you're not a professional evangelist. So you might want to note some of these things down to help you. Number one, do the people you work with, does your family, easiest part to evangelize? First, do they know you're a Christian? <laughs> maybe we should start with that. Pastor Edward Paws from the Movement Church in Oakland has been talking about evangelism all this week on Rescuing Awe, and we'll continue for at least one more day. I'm Mike Trout. Thanks for joining us. Do you find it difficult to share your faith with others? If so, well, this is the right series for you. You can hear any missed broadcasts when you go to the website at themovementchurch.org. Pastor Edward is in uh, the book of John, chapter 1 primarily, but he starts off today in verse 39 of John chapter 4. Chapter 4 talks about the woman at the well. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two more days, and because of his words... Not her words, but his words. Not her words, but his words. Many more became believers. And look what they said to the woman next. We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. Let me pull out a couple principles from this text show you how it applies to your life, and we'll be done with the message. The first thing I see from this text here is in the early days, invitation, it seems to me, trumped information. They made an invitation even though they lacked information. Philip was brand new. Jesus just said, follow me, and then he followed. He didn't have much information about Jesus. Wouldn't you agree? But it didn't prevent him from making an invitation to Nathaniel to say, come and see. That's what I see in this text. This woman at the well, she had one experience with him at the well. Did she have much information about Jesus? No or no? No or no? No, thank you. The no, no, she didn't have very much information, but it didn't stop her from saying what? Come and, and see. The second principle I want to pull out from this text is it seemed like experience trumped explanation. They saw Jesus as someone to be experienced, not explained. It seemed like come and experience this man that, that I've experienced. Not let me tell you all about him. Now, just gotta, gotta say this, just to cover my bases. Just so, because something is described in the Bible doesn't mean that it's prescribed. And that might help you in your Bible study. A description for something doesn't mean a prescription for something. Just because it was done this way doesn't mean that, oh, that means that's how you should do it. But it seems to me this might be helpful, especially as you're just getting started. Remember, I said this is something I think everyone could do. Everyone can say, come and see. Everyone can see, come, come check this out. And so the big idea for today is simply this. When evangelizing, 
try, come and see before. You don't have to know it all. You don't have to know the scriptures in and out. But, but can you make an invitation to, to, to come and see? Now, I want to handle a, a couple objections that you might have in your mind. You might say, well, Ed, they were bringing them to Jesus. What are we inviting people to come and see? I'd say invite them to the movement. And you would say, but that's not Jesus. Well, remember the church series? Remember we talked about how the church is the body of Christ? See, we might not be Jesus, but when people experience the the church, they should see Jesus. We are the visual representation of Jesus to the world, his church. What we're doing is mission critical. We're not just gathering here because we've got nothing better to do. I didn't sign up to be a pastor because I've got nothing better to do. All these other careers didn't work out. Let's try pastoring. Let's try starting a church from scratch. No, I realized early on, wow, I have the opportunity to be a part of being the visual representation of Jesus on this earth. And that's what the movement and other churches that gather under the name of Jesus Christ, that's who we are. And so when you invite people to church, when you say come and see, you're inviting people to experience Jesus. Do you see the connection? And I'll just ask you here, have some of you, during the course of a service, during the course of a message, during the course of seeing everyone serve and interacting, you felt to yourself, I feel like God is talking to me. I feel God's presence in this place. I feel like I interfaced, I collided, I had an experience with God today. That's something that happens when God's gathered people, the church, get together. And so you might say, well, we don't have Jesus, but I would say to you, but we have the church. And when the church is behaving like the church should behave, where everyone is playing their part, we represent Jesus. And I would say as a brand new church, we're, we're not doing such a bad job of that. Some of you are here for the first time or you've come back because you feel like, you know what, I, I experience Jesus in this place. When evangelizing, try come and see before listen to me. I got some time here. I kind of have this in my back pocket as, as maybe some extra practical advice for you. Because you're at work. And, and you're not a professional evangelist. So you might want to note some of these things down to help you. Number one, do the people you work with, do your, does your family, easiest part to evangelize? First, do they know you're a Christian? <laughs> Maybe we should start with that. I think the people around you, your first step is to let them know you're a Christian, in parentheses, in a natural way. <laughs> but, but that's the first thing. The second thing is, is you, you let people know how, how your faith has served you well. Like as you listen to people's problems and concerns and here, here's another line. You know, my, my faith has really helped me with that. And that's it. 
you know, my, my faith has really helped me with that. Oh, man, I'm really struggling at home with my kids. Oh, man, my, my faith has really helped me with that. Oh, man, I'm really worried about my financial situation. Oh, you know, my faith has really helped me with that. In a natural way. In a winsome way. Students at school. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Oh, man, this new school year, I'm just so worried. Because, oh, man, I know. My, my faith has really helped me with that. Two practical things that you could do to just let your coworkers know, let your family members, let your friends know I'm a Christian. And I think that could all lead to a time and a place where at some point where they say, tell me a little bit more about that. Hey, who is this Jesus person to which you'll reply? Man, come and see. But here's the second objection I want to handle as we close. Maybe not objection, but feeling in the room right now. And you could put down your notes and maybe just give me your attention for these final moments. Maybe it's been a while since you've experienced the grace of God in your life in a fresh way. Maybe it's been a while since you've stood in awe and wonder of what God has done for you in the person of Jesus Christ. Maybe for you it's because you're just so familiar with it all. I grew up in church, and so come and see, yeah, nah, nah, I mean, I've just been around. So you're just so familiar. Maybe for some of you, you've lost your awe of God you haven't had an experience with God as of late because you've been disappointed with God. He hasn't answered your prayers. He hasn't been there for you like he thought he would be there. So you don't want to invite anyone to come and see anything because you're not seeing anything. Maybe not only because it's, it's familiar, you're disappointed in God, but maybe you're just so busy. Life is just going. You are too busy to experience God through your week. You are too busy to be open to what God might want to say to you at any given time. You're just busy. And so what I want to do as we close here today, because I, I really think, you know, when I look at this woman at the well, she experienced Jesus personally. And it was from a personal experience that she went out to say, come and see. And I just want you to think, as you sit here today, as we close this message today, when was the last time you personally experienced the love, the grace, the forgiveness of Jesus Christ? And even if you're investigating faith today, obviously you're not going to have much unction, much uh, interest in saying come and see because you don't even believe. But I want to dare everyone here today as we close. I dare you to pray the prayer, here's the to-do, to ask for a fresh experience of Jesus Christ in your life. Are you open to something like that? Well, Ed, I don't know what that might entail. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He was sent by God Almighty to rescue us. I think I want to have a fresh experience with my rescuer in this place. Is Jesus Christ your rescuer? This is a broadcast called Rescuing 
Oh, and it's an outreach from the Movement Church in Oakland. I'm Mike Trout, and our teacher is Pastor Edward Paws. He'll continue with a new message, but the same theme on our next broadcast. The Movement Church meets each Sunday at 10 a.m. on the campus of Mills College in Oakland. Additional details are on the web at themovement.us. They're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Again, that's themovement.us. As a way of saying thanks for listening to the program, Pastor Edward would like to uh, give you a free resource entitled Discovering Your Story. It's an e-book, and you can download it from the website, themovement.us. Join us tomorrow at this same time when Pastor Edward will again turn to the book of John, the first chapter, and talk more about how you can fulfill your part in the Great Commission.